you can have your gravel race. You can sign up for a really hard event. And if you're at the front end and you're racing, great. But if you're the middle or the party in the back, you're all thinking of a big, huge ride and you're getting all the scenery and you're getting the quiet stuff. And it's, as far as events go, I think that's really what's working. As far as riding goes, it's a no-brainer because the roads are quieter. You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. I'm Jelly. I'm Wes. And I'm Brian. Welcome to episode 10 of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Joining us this week is Dave Pryor from Unpaved PA. Oh, yeah. It's about time. I feel and like he's some mythical being. That, now it's, yeah. I'm excited to have him on the program, on the like, podcast. I feel like we've just been chatting with him online. And, I know. Yeah, I don't know. He sounds kind of cute. Ooh. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> so um, if you don't know, Unpaved PA is billed as a premier raw road adventure through the hills and valleys of central Pennsylvania during the peak fall foliage season on Sunday, October 13th, 2019. That sounds magical. So we're going to have them on a little bit later. Yeah. And we're going to get all the details. So stick around for that. So before we get started, a little bit of housekeeping. Wes, we got anybody on uh, Patreon or PayPal this week? Yes, we do. Oh. So we got Phil from Lexington Park, Maryland. Thank you, Phil. Yeah, thanks, Phil. And then we've got David from Cape Coral, Florida. All Cape the way Corral. from Cape, Cape Coral? No, it's not. It's Cape Coral. It could be either. It's tough because if you look at Golden Corral, yeah, it's that was just a Golden Corral. No, there's only the one R. Way. There's only one R. Cape Coral, Florida. David, call in and tell us how to pronounce Cape Coral. <laughs> also, if you see Florida, man, let us know. Stay away. <laughs> Thank you, David. Also, yeah. I want to go to Golden Corral now. <laughs> I don't. I always feel terrible about myself. So, the chocolate. Fountain. I always eat way too much food. Yeah, it just, it's been years since I've been to a Golden Corral. I come out and I feel like one of those cows that are like, you always see in like those like meat documentaries where meat is murder. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like one of those cows. But yeah, thank you for all your support, Patreons and listeners. And also, if you'd like another way to support us, you can actually go to our Teespring website, which you can find on our website at MidAtlanticGTD. No. Now it's shtick, isn't it? Now it's shtick. GravelTravelDirt.com. Yeah, you can find the link there and you can pick up all sorts of swag, including t-shirts like Mochi Mochi. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was so funny. So I got to tell the story. You may have you may have seen it on Instagram, but I was all excited. The post came, and I had a little package from Teespring, and I was excited to get like my first T-shirt with a logo on it. And I opened it up, and there's this picture of like three little dumpling things in like bright neon colors, and the top of it says, "I love you very mochi." What a letdown! That's wah, the three wah, of us. Wah, wah. But mochi's delicious. Yeah. I don't even know what mochi was. Some people have told me ice cream. You uncultured swine. I don't it know is what it ice is. cream. Is it? And a rice cream? and like a rice like dumpling casing. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'll try to find some mochi. Do they call it mochi mochi or just mochi? Mochi mochi. Well, is it, it mochi or mochi? Mochi. Mochi. Yeah, I thought it was mochi too the first time I saw it. It's mochi. What are we drinking this week? Water? No, you're not. No, you got I, got a, I got a cold snap. Sam Adams cold snap. White ale with spices. I don't even know what that means. It means there are spices in the white ale. It's pretty good. It's delicious. I'll it, take it. I'm happy. It's I have leftover. no complaints. I'm content. Mm. And I have water. Actually, I don't know if I like the spices. I can kind of taste the spices. No, I'm not, you didn't don't taste the spices. Yes, I can. It's kind of a nutty, don't you think? It, you like, know? It's all in your head now. Mm. There's a little bit of hazelnut in there mixed with, I don't know, some, some mixture to swirl at first. 
taste the tannins. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm not really a fan of it. But hey. But hey, I've had like four of them already. <laughs> <laughs> About the fourth or fifth one, it actually begins to taste pretty good. <laughs> Strava Club makes me feel extra lazy, and I actually recorded a ride on Strava this week. Justin put in 269 miles. Oh my god! This Just, week. Justin needs to call us. Yeah, because that dude. Lays Justin, let's chat one time. He has miles. Yeah, I don't, Justin. And you said Justin's. Uh, sound bad. I gotta look. Justin's down south. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. But then you got Joe. Joe Lilybridge is doing 239.4 this week. Damn. That alone, I mean, everyone will wait to see what the top 10 is. And then Frankie came in at third at 234.7 miles. Frankie's flirted with that top spot before, right? Yeah. I actually may have held the top spot. Flirtatious Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming for you. Good job, everybody. Um, Damn. But they still don't, I mean, with those miles, they don't have the longest ride of the week, though. How does that even happen? I don't get that. That's a... Uh, just ride frequent? Frequent, consistent. Huh. Lots of rides. Huh. All day, every day. So it makes total sense. We've, we've come to agreements. Keep I'm keeping on. I've done... Um, but who did the longest ride? Trina Perkins did 85.5 this week. And Perkins. And Perkins. Probably not the first time she's heard that. Yeah, <laughs> she probably hates uh, us. We just, we just lost <laughs> we, a follower. We just lost a listener. <laughs> yeah. But... Trina Perkins. There we go. That's um, the way to do it. <laughs> I feel I don't know. Does it keep ramping up? Because it is the break into the top ten, one hundred and sixty-seven miles. Yeah, that's crazy talk. That's, yeah, and it's March. So basically, what you're saying is, if you weren't in the top ten like the first time around, there's no chance. There's no there. chance you're going to get in. If you weren't in the top ten when there were like seventeen riders in the Strava Club, I'm like, oh well. Did, did you uh, did you break into the top ten, Brian? No. Oh damn. Nope. No, Brian's no, in sixty no. ninth place. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, we do have one hundred and five members now. Damn. That does keep growing every yeah. week. And how many people recorded rides? Uh, 81. Shoo. That's awesome. Oh, man. I was on that, too. Hot oh, damn. Two weeks in, in a row. List. Well, that was from last week. So. No, no. This is last week's because you added me because oh, I didn't right. take my computer. That's right. Now you have a computer. I so. added a new computer again. We got some email. Got some email and some messages. We actually got a message on YouTube as a response to the Dahlgren Railroad Heritage Trail video. Dirt. Jer MT Biker, Jer Mountain Biker. How would you say that? I have to read. I would say Jer MT Biker, MT Biker, Mountain Biker. This is one. This is a great one of my. This is this. man, Brian. You got Joeyitis. <laughs> well, no, I copy pasted. So this great one of my local spots. I think he was saying that this video is great, and this is one of my local spots. It was nice to see it get attention. Yeah. Cool. That was great. Huh. I talked. I chatted with Nate quite a bit from Ohio. Um, he sent us a message said hi guys i love the podcast i thought i would invite you all to a gravel ride series we are doing this spring summer and fall the purpose is to introduce road and novice riders to gravel riding that's super cool yeah really like to hear that they start out on short relatively flat courses and end with some challenging hilly courses details can be found in the links below and he sent me some links these are events that are in ohio do you say where in Ohio, or is it like all of Ohio? Like they it's travel? Like, like I think it's Toledo because the um, the links all Toledo, point to that's a day to get there. Yeah, Toledo area cyclist. Um, that was where the links all went. So they appear to have a lot going on in Ohio. And this I found on their website about the rides that these rides are for experienced and novice alike. If you're new to the gravel, this series is designed to take you from short to flat. Long, hilly, over the course of ten rides. There are no rider left behind rides with frequent regrouping. Nice. I like that. I always like the regrouping, especially when you're on a hill. Yeah. You yep. get a break and yeah. 
That's cool. So they got it going on out there in Ohio. And I'll leave some links to that stuff. So if we got any listeners in the Ohio area or close by within easy reach to Toledo that want to check that out, we'll have some links. That's where my cool. family came from. Maybe I'll really? take a trip. Of, yeah. Bunch of How Polish. far is it to Polacks. get to Toledo? It's probably like 10 hours. Probably like eight, 10, eight 10. 11 hours. I don't think it's that. No, it's probably shorter than that. 11 hours? No, because going to Michigan to Melanie's family. I pee a lot. That's a is that, how you, is that yeah. how you gauge the length of a trip? Actually, I I attempt to stop no times. Joey's yeah. prostate Jessica's is not also good swollen. No, <laughs> I I not travel back twenty eight year old. Huh? <laughs> I travel back and forth to Florida, and I've got it down to like yeah three or four stops. I got a Gatorade bottle all the way from Do wide you, really? mouth. Yep, fill her up. I don't stop unless the car stops. Remember uh, Dumb and Dumber in the van. <laughs> No, another <laughs> movie reference. No, it wasn't. God, the you, you guys gotta watch you movies. Guys, You're you talking about the know. scooter part. No, with the cop, they're in the shaggy van, and then the cop comes and thinks oh, well, they're drinking alcohol, and then he drinks the pee. Yeah. Well, there's that part, and then there's the second. Oh, piece. I think I do remember that. Yeah. There's a second pee scene when they're going to Aspen, and they're on the scooter. Just let it go, man. <laughs> one me, one movie, two pee scenes. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then he gets off the scooter in Aspen, and now he's frozen to his buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Butt cuts. <laughs> you guys with your movie references. Yeah. I feel like I need to do I love movie references. I need to do, if I'm out on my bike, I'm going to start watching. Yeah. Like, what, what would you, need you to call go back this? to like a good chunk of 90s movies, early 2000s? Okay. Yeah. I should get a list. 80s, 80s I'll make 90s. you a list. Yeah, 80s through 90s. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, need, we need a Joey's list of Ooh. movies. The top 10. Just the top 10. Yeah. Top 5. Okay, top 10. I'll release it next episode. And we'll, we'll put that on the website or somewhere on yeah. Instagram or something. Yeah. I like that idea. Thanks. Because there's all these movie references and I have no idea what you guys are talking about. You're in my time. world now, Grandma. <laughs> What's that there's from? Another one. I don't even know. <laughs> happy. <laughs> happy. Happy Gilmore? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Happy Gilmore. Man, well, let's switch from gravel to movies. We're yeah. only doing old movie reviews. Yeah. No, away from the movies. I'm just going to keep slipping them in this episode. All from the movies. So, all right. Got questions? We got answers. Anybody wants to email us, Instagram, YouTube message, whatever. Send us a movie quote. We'll name the movie. What have we been up to since the last time we sat in front of microphones? How's well, that? Well, hot damn, we had it? a record day at the store. Yeah. Did you really? Full 100% record. Mm-hmm. Yep. Friday. Yeah. It was our best day we, mm-hmm. we've ever had in a single day. The protection this adventure. early yeah. in the season. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's People are super in cool. February, was it 9th or something? No, March, sorry. March 9th. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Maybe, Last Friday. Maybe, uh, what was yeah. going out of the shop? Man, what didn't go out of the shop? Couple, Couple of kids. No, um, <laughs> had a few S-works get you know leave. We had just a couple random. We sold a couple salsas that you were had, on the floor. You had that saying, was it the Venge went out? Yeah, the Venge went out. Oh, really? Yeah, we had an Epic, a Timberjack, kids bike. That Timberjack that was sitting at, that was hanging on the front wall, the red one. The red one, yeah. Okay, that wasn't the one I'm thinking about. Um, you know, set of carbon wheels, just random stuff that nice. all came together in one day. Yeah, like tarmac frame, like yeah, just yeah. all sorts of stuff. I think it's all due to the lounge. The lounge is awesome. The lounge yeah. was successful Saturday morning. Yeah, everybody came out to Texas Adventure Center. Thank you. Yeah, everyone that got was, hooked up. Uh, how many people we have? Seventeen. Seventeen, I think? 17 or to twenty. Yeah. I think total fluctuating. Yeah. Hey, that's a good. You know. Well, since you moved the wall. Shitty day out, yeah. Since you opened up the wall, moved the wall, that place is it took flows. The wall down. Yeah, the wall is gone. So Thank the place you, flows so much better. Yeah. That and then nice. uh, I had some whiskey the other night. That was my celebration. In the shop? No, at home. That's the only way I go to work is drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. It's our motto. Don't say that. That's a adventure center. It's going to live forever on the internet. Well, now it does. Sure. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, I think that's, I mean, shop-wise in the last week, 
Let's see. I'm trying to think. Last week, what 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 was Wes up to? Well, I tried to go to. So I visited my grandparents um, or my grandmother up in Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. she lives just outside of the. I think it's called the Michu State Forest. Mich- the Mich- something like that. M I C H A U X Michelle. M O U S E. Yeah. M I C K U I M O U S E. But yeah, so she lives like 15 miles outside of there, or 15 minutes outside of there. So we decided to to go give that a spin. And so Melanie went up, we got excited, got the bikes off, and turns out I forgot that they got like two feet of snow the week prior. Oh. So they had a little bit of snow like down in the valley, and then as you're climbing up the mountain, you're like, oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> there's a lot of snow. I was like, oh, we'll try it. And it happened to be like the first day we had like 60 degree weather, and we, like Melanie, like ate it immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> like she, her tire just sunk in like all the way to the axle. <laughs> she couldn't move. I was like, well, I'll try it. I got a wider tire. I did the same thing. Just ate it. <laughs> So that didn't work so well, and then I rode my bike for the longest I've ridden in a long time. We went. Well, that's, oh, I forgot that. I was uh, checking out a white industry crank for my Sequoia. Might be blinging that soon. We went up to the canal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was just yesterday. We did good. That, that was, was awesome. Man, we're, we're like this whole Monday thing, like GTD travels. In the that, last that, two weeks, yeah. we've done it, and we've had patrons Patreon. go with us. So if you pay us $300... <laughs> we'll take you. Yeah. You get to experience the car ride with Joey and Wes. <laughs> that actually and, might and be maybe worth the it. crazy lady at Auto Auto Zone. <laughs> that might actually be worth it. I have that picture on my phone. I should send that to somebody. Ooh, we need Instagram. to put that on our uh, Instagram after yeah. this episode releases. Yeah. So we um, had we had a fun adventure when um, Jerry was driving and. We had to... This car didn't even start out of the driveway. Right. We had to secure a <laughs> new battery. They started off great. <laughs> and uh, Martha was not too pleasant no. at the auto zone. Nope. She was on. She replaced the battery. She got us to the trail. That's all that matters. And we got yep. back. And I don't care what happened to Jerry's car after that. So where <laughs> we, we went to Carter Rock. Yep. Carter just, Rock. Uh, just south of Great Falls. Falls. And then we went north, what, maybe 12, 13 miles, something like that? 13. Where do you think about was we turned around? I mean, I know the distance, but I don't really know a reference point. Oh, right across from the Trump Golf Course. Yeah, Trump National. So we That's were on, on the, the other side of the river. Yeah, exactly yeah. across from there. A fun day. Yeah. CNO Canal was like a racetrack, though, compared to Dahlgren <laughs> the week yeah. prior. Oh, I think oh. we did, we did what? Eight or nine more miles yesterday, in, in like just about the same amount of time as we did. Oh, with and, and at the end of the day, I was like, I felt so good, like yeah. I did not hurt, like I did. Wes the, was so happy. Yeah, it was just nice to be on the canal on the. Oh, path. it was so. I really the like it. Was perfect. Nah. This time of the year, well, there's nobody out there. There's nobody out yeah. there. Going through Great Falls was like where are all the well, hordes of people. I think, and especially on Monday too, that helps a lot. I mean, right? we ran into my friend Sean and his cousin us. Sorry. I think it's cool because I ride through there a lot when it's um, all covered in the foliage mm-hmm. and there's nothing there so you could see all the rocks <laughs> on the other side of the towpath, which I thought was really cool. I really liked that. It was pretty. It I was, was thinking the last time I rode it with Jessica in the fall was on a Sunday from Carter and get to Carter Rock to Great Falls. I kept telling Wes, I'm like, it's so much farther. Like, I remember it took <laughs> so long. And without people, like it was so fast without people. Yeah, without people like yeah. crowding the trail and it having to get off the walk through. Uh, it was yeah. like three miles, four miles at it the most. It felt like 10 yeah. miles when yeah. we did it in the fall. Yeah. But they're, they're doing good work, though, repairing the trail after mm-hmm. all that rain. There was so. that one little detour. Yeah, so there was that, that one big platform overlook that you couldn't get to for the, right. the falls. But That's the water must have been up like 10 or... Oh, it was oh, so it's crazy. high. Yeah, it was it was cool. I felt like Kevin Bacon. Yeah, great day. I was thinking, uh, I mean, what do you think about this upcoming Monday hitting Harper's Ferry section? I'm down for that. Yeah, because it really is not that much further. Not much further. Just because you're not going all the way around D.C. I'm down for that. Yeah. 
All right, for three hundred dollars, you could join us. No, <laughs> not three hundred dollars. But anybody that's a patron wants to join us. If you pay me three hundred dollars, I'll put a spoke through Brian's front wheel and record it. Or really, we only have one more room <laughs> and one of our, all our bike racks for. A well, I, I think if it's not somebody coming from down in Southern Maryland, then they would want to just meet us wherever we're going to yeah. start. True. So oh, we should reach out to our, our friend Gunner up there too. And yeah. see if he wants to meet because that's not too far from where he's at too. Yeah, and we got tacos post ride this time, so. Oh, that was nice. Mm-hmm. I enjoy. We went to District Taco. Oh yeah, we enjoy District Taco. Now you told me that the guy that runs or owns District Taco is a cyclist. Yes, cool. he's an avid cyclist. Very. Maybe we should get him on to get some tacos. Ooh, that would be fun. Some of that spicy salsa. Last week I uploaded the video from the Dahlgren Railroad Trail. Yeah, you did the video and your uh, my special secret. Yeah. Your secret technology that helped your ass yeah. this week. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know yeah. what? I, I put the or, thud buster. Austin had a thud buster that he was trying to get rid of. and, and Which I we don't know why. I think you, Austin you, got ass implants. That's why. Do you think so? Yeah, that's why he doesn't need the thud buster. Uh, I don't know. But I put the thud buster on the AWOL. And I wasn't really looking for the butt, the low back. I wanted to take some bounce off the low back. And how did it do? It did great. I very much um, enjoyed it. I think I want to change the... Is it an elastomer? The elastomer? The, Elastomer. And change it to elastomer. a different durometer. I want what? <laughs> I, want to, I want to change it to a lighter durometer to get a little bit more uh, squish in it. Yeah. A little more squish. Yeah. Like where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. Once you find the right cadence, like Ooh. it's it's good. But yeah, you can you can find yourself bouncing a little bit if you if you spin too fast. How hard are they to change? Not hard. Okay, because I might bring it with you me. Bring it to your local bike shop. Yeah. No, no, no. I just want to bring it with me on a ride, change uh-huh. them out, and then ride another one. Kind of go back. It's like that. It's just just taking out a couple of bolts and putting a new one in, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's Never easy. done it before. Yeah, I'm sure if you buy one from your local bike shop, if you need help buying one or fit, you know changing parts out, they'll help you. Yep, that's the advantage. Local bike shop. So we talked about that this week. We need to talk about yeah. that supporting your local bike shop. Yeah, it's that's a, an episode and a half. Yeah, that's maybe easy. that just needs to be a full episode. Yeah, yeah. There's okay. a lot of a lot of good benefits to that. Maybe we can cut out some of our like tech talk next week and go to bike shop talk. I also use the ass saver for the second time, which is that little fender. Did it save your ass? It did. So you didn't have did. mud like this guy over here. Yeah, he was covered. Yeah, that's yeah. also those big tires you've got. Those big honking mountain bike. Man, those things are cruising though. I know. Yeah, you just, yeah. I can hear you coming behind. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> here comes Wes. Let everyone know they're in danger. <laughs> hey, how did you like that new Brooks saddle yesterday? I loved it. What did you get? I got the C19. So I got the nice. wider version of what you got, and I really enjoyed that. That was that was good. Yeah, that with the Thudbuster. Yeah. So you have the Thudbuster and that saddle. Yeah. That I mean, saddle's got like... Did you notice that saddle's got its own give to it's it? It's got a little bit of flex to it, which I did like quite a bit. How much travel About in the saddle? Uh, it's probably like four pennies worth. Yeah. Oh, it's pennies. enough, I think, to notice. Yeah. Plus, we're going to pimp his out with some gold crivets. That'll be cool. You guys are going to make yeah. me get I got, one of those I got uh, pink ones in the mail today. Yeah. It was comfy. I, w- I was really... How do you change the rivets? Well, they're, they're kind of fake. bike shop. Yeah. <laughs> They actually, th- <laughs> yeah, we're gonna not tell you our yeah. secrets anymore. <laughs> they, they thread in there like you, it takes. They're not really rivets; they're just fancy little yeah. attachments. It's they thread in like chain ring bolts. We're gonna get you on a Brooks and then get some colored rivets for you too. Blue. It sounds like that's the direction I'll have yeah. to head. Yep. So we're gonna get a sponsorship from these people. Oh, maybe it's pretty. It's and it's the, it's the, it's like keggy caps. It's the little things that no one thinks. KG. Yeah, whatever. Glenn, I'm sorry. <laughs> you need to have like the enunciation part on your website. Yeah. Help us out. Well, yeah. all they gotta do is call the telephone number. Oh yeah, and we can put them on oh, the air. I cut you off a YouTube section. What you saying? You were talking about Dahlgren before. Oh, I just uploaded the oh. Dahlgren. Yeah, the, it was the a good trail. video you did. Yeah, it was fun, and, and you did a lot of the video. You actually did no most the of one the video. I, the one you did. Oh, it's both of our. How did you get that footage so clear? 
Yeah, you um, took I his. He downloaded took... the video that you put on your. You page. can doubt. You can do that. Well, yeah, you can do anything on the internet. I feel violated. Huh. And then I, I chopped it up. You paid him for that. Right? Basically, I remixed it. Yeah, I remixed good. your video. Mm-hmm. Is what it comes down to. Our videos will. We're collaborating. We're getting good. Yeah, we're, I do think I do yeah. think they're good. We got something coming. I mean, your videos in the past were always good. I, I think they're going to ramp it up down there. Yeah, I, think I was excited. We, got... we were talking about this in the canal. I'm excited because I used to do all the videos by myself. You can only get so much. Yeah. And now having more people taking mm-hmm. video and doing this collectively, I think they're really going to get a whole lot better. So by more people, you mean Joey? Watch out, YouTube. Yeah. No, we're gonna put a we're gonna put a GoPro in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> All you gotta do, Wes, is hit the button and point it. I want that new. Can you do it? I want that new GoPro that I, was on Drunk Cyclist today. I hate GoPro footage if for like a full video. Well, no, it's you don't want clips. that. Yeah, yeah, you just do clips. Yeah, the the full like do a whole trail POV. That's kind of boring. It's boring. But I did do that for the fat bike thing. Yeah, I wanted but you to needed see that. that. Yeah, that was a different thing. Different kind of video. Yeah, you do that on the canal. It's like. More of the same, more of the same, yeah. more of the same. That's why I was looking for different vantage points yesterday. So I was poking around the web, and I found this, that Cane Creek, they also, they're the people that do the Thudbuster. They are. And they're based down in Fletcher, North Carolina, and they are going to do a tour. They like getting face-to-face with their customers, and so this year they are going to do a dedicated demo and clinic tour from March through November they're going to have some of their ambassadors traveling to events, bike shops, and local well-known riding hotspots with Cane Creek product and demo bikes. What are the Cane Creek stuff have you guys used? A lot of headsets. Yeah, stuff. their headsets are good. Yeah. I think, so the, I think that's about it for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> they do well, like a lot of like out. shock covers and things like yeah. that, like weird miscellaneous yeah, they do bike suspension. parts. Yeah. This is going to be a full complement of Cane Creek products products on the demo bikes, and it is going to be primarily on the East Coast. So sorry, you left coasters, but that's good for us yeah. here on in the Mid-Atlantic. Their first official stop was down at Santos Fat Tire Festival in Ocala. I'd, I want to go to that. We'll go. I know. I, I know. Why can't you? Because they sell out really fast, and I always forget about it. So I need to put it on a calendar for long term. You have a big calendar on your board. Maybe March- you should be one of their ambassadors. At Santos Fat Tire Festival? I don't no, know in if general. A festival has an ambassador. Well, they should. Well, they should. Maybe they We're should. basically ambassadors for every festival we talk about. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to find out where they're going to be, visit canecreek.com, select demo tour in the menu, and you'll be able to find them. So I thought that was cool. I like those things. Oh, I they're like, fun. I like going mm-hmm. to festivals and I like knowing people. I like Cane Creek. They have an amazing bearing finder, headset finder. On yeah, yeah. They have like paved the way for you to find. If it's not on their chart, then that bearing doesn't exist. Then get so, out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The North American Handmade Bicycle Show is March 15th through the 17th in Sacramento, California. Well, maybe Dan will go. Yeah, maybe. Ooh, Dan will. We can send Dan. He can be. Or we can send Glenn since he's our West Coast correspondent. I wonder if uh, Glenn's going to go. He should. With KG Caps, Caps, yeah. Well, no, Casey sent me a message. Well, White Industries has some big release they're doing at it. She she said that we were going to do something after NABS. Who was? Who? Casey. Casey, Casey sent a message to all of us. Oh, we yeah, we might have a special speaker. Yeah. Why did so she was saying after NABS. So yeah. I think they're, they're, do, they're probably doing a lot of NABS. Yeah, a lot of these companies like that get... I mean, this is where like Dream Bikes for the year come out. So a lot from, of cool stuff happens there. It's the largest and oldest hand-built bicycle show in the world. Why do you keep yeah. saying bicycle? Bicycle. Bicycle? Do I say that? Yeah. It's that, you're not saying... It's that cold snap. Like your bicycle? You're like saying, like, let me ask you a question on my bicycle. 
don't say bike sickle. You okay? <laughs> you just did. You're gonna hear. Well, it I just did it then. Because yeah. oh man, you guys, bicycle, bicycle, bicycle. A lot of cool stuff comes out of NABs, right? Yeah, all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Have you ever been? No. You ever been? I, I know Ru- on the internet. Russ has been. I know Russ. Russ yeah. went uh, one or two years. Next year, I think we should visit because they they were in Richmond. I think. Oh like, yeah, Richmond, like six seven years ago. Yeah, maybe not even. I think Russ went to that one, but it's kind of neat when you look at all the pictures because like the bikes are really cool. But every now and then, like you're like going across a bike and you're like, "What the hell is that thing? I've yeah. never seen that before." And then all of a sudden, that's like a new product out. So oh, I think they did like a Silka top tube uh, pump contest last year, as far as paint jobs. Oh, that's but, always cool when they, yeah. they have the integrated top tube pump and yeah, yeah. And like, talk about for bike porn, check out all the you know the Radivist I think does the best as far as photos, mm-hmm. but your all your internet sites will start taking pictures and putting them out. I like the fact that I'm reading here that it goes to a different city each year. Yeah, yeah. Usually bounces coast to coast. Yeah, so it gives everybody the opportunity to do it. Joining us now is Dave Pryor from Unpaved PA. Welcome to the uh, podcast, Dave. Hey guys, how's it going? Where are you calling in from I today, Dave? In Emmaus, Pennsylvania, uh, Emmaus. Uh, we are in the Lehigh Valley, downtown Bethlehem area, about an hour, hour and a half north of Philly, eastern side of PA. You guys got snow right now? Uh, we our snow is melting, thank God. Oh yay! Uh, Spring is finally going to come. Yay. I think. I ran into I that the last week. Changed, man. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, you get an extra hour of daylight to melt the snow. <laughs> he tried that yesterday on this. <laughs> These science guys, they caught me on it though, so I couldn't I'll get my it. joke over. So hey Dave, give us a little bit of um a background about you, yourself, you know, your your cycling background. Sure. Uh let's see. I fell in love with bikes. I remember like when I was I went to college at University of Florida and actually Brian and I we should talk about Florida sometime too. Eric, Absolutely going down there and bunny hopping gators and stuff. So I went to University of Florida and there was a bike shop. On my walk home, and I was just kind of daydreaming to look at the bikes. I'm like, someday I'm going to get a bike. And did with, like, my first paycheck. I just went to the – at that point, I was up in Massachusetts, my first job, and got a mountain bike there. And mountain biking in Massachusetts is actually pretty great, um, even on Cape Cod. Uh, a lot of good, fun trail sections. Ended up on that, fell in love, became my thing. Ended up getting a job at Rodale here in Emmaus, where like we had Mountain Bike Magazine, Bike Swing Magazine, also in books and a lot of other things that they did. So that got me here in 94, and I've been here since. Uh, Lehigh Valley is an amazing place to ride bikes. Fell in love with road biking here, and and that just kind of extended out to like taking bikes on weird things. Like I like signing up for big, dumb things. I got fortunate <laughs> to... <laughs> Mary uh, Celine Yeager, the fit chick, who also likes big, dumb things. Um, <laughs> and she also wins a lot of them. So then, you know, I can hang out and have some beers while we wait for awards. And we That's just kept fighting for other weird, big, dumb things like Iron Cross or G2R2 or uh, Rides Across Montana, um, the Pennsylvania Permit Ride Against Cancer. So we just kept finding, like, Mountain Washington Hill Climb, big, crazy things, Transylvania Mountain Bike Epic, which I'll get back to shortly. Just finding things like that because I like – I'm not going to win anything. I just need to get back in time to have a couple beers before awards. But I like having a marked course. So I'll pay to have someone show me some of the best stuff around and show me a great course and that sort of thing. I like that program. Doing that for yeah. Every, yeah. Never thought of it you that way. That's, a, that's a really good like, point, yeah. Yeah, you're at a race. Just point me in the right direction. I can follow arrows. <laughs> but, man, um, so race across the... Great... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say your race across Montana. That's that's awesome because even though Montana is a huge state, you can just tell everybody you've done Ram, 
and you'll sound awesome immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was not a. I wish it was, it was not a race across Manhattan. It was a charity ride across Manhattan. Well, that's still okay. Works. It's still Ram. Yeah. Right, yeah. right across yeah. Montana. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it was a ride across Montana. How boring is um, the eastern part of that state? Substantially boring. <laughs> um, but fun towns to hang out in at night. I mean, so it was like a six-day thing. So <laughs> one of them, like, we came in the town, and you could tell a storm was coming, so we went immediately to the bar. And as we got to the bar, more and more bike riders started showing up. And all of a sudden, they started showing up with their bikes and kits because some crazy windstorm came through, and everyone just hid in the bar for like two hours. I, th- I think we're all going to get along really well, yeah. Dave. I yeah. Didn't, <laughs> I didn't know the perfect man existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should have started as like long-time listener, first-time caller. Yeah, no. <laughs> Big fan of your of you guys, you gravel bros. Oh, thanks. I'm blushing. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, um, um, what bikes are you riding currently? And what was your first mountain bike? Grab- what was what was the famous first mountain bike? That was a Trek 850. Okay, nice. It was a greenish thing. It kind of changed in the light a little bit. Um, Frankenstein did a number of times. Got a Mag 21 on it at one point, which was a great fork. <laughs> and then I beat the bejesus out of that. And then at one point I put drop bars on it too, just thinking I would cross race before I just got a cross bike. Hey, um, but now, now it's pretty good quiver. Um, the gravelly bike is a Kona private Jake. I got that because it could be a cross bike too, and it could be converted to a single speed. So I could have like a third single speed cross bike. I have two other Raleigh's right now. Oh, you got um, Raleigh's. Okay. That's, that's a word I, I haven't worked. I haven't heard in the, the bike world in a little while. Yeah. They've gone off the beaten path, but, uh, I got involved with the single speed cyclocross world championship folks and put the one on in Philadelphia in 2013. So I've been kind of with that team for a while sure and i love single speed cyclocross it's the only way to cyclocross you're a single speed guy i am a single cyclocross guy. i do have a mountain okay. bike single speed too that's a kona big unit i have one of those i've never gotten the whole single speed yeah. thing talk to me what is the deal with that it means when you're so good that you don't need gears anymore you <laughs> go single speed yeah. okay because i'm never going to get there yeah when in doubt or pedal when you out hate yourself so much yeah you're just like i don't care anymore <laughs> I, I, I can take my bike out for a walk anyway so make it lighter so it's a little bit of a suffer um, thing, a suffer thing. Yeah, it's total. Yes, you suffering is very much a part of it. You better be okay with that. I can understand. Um, that. I think, and it's different. Like, I think mountain biking and cyclocross single speed are very different beasts. Um, cyclocross is forty-five minutes, generally in a flat area. If you're single speeding, you're probably getting more hand ups than someone on a geared bike. It's, you're more in it for like the party aspect of it. I know that mountain biking. I mean, it's a wide. Go ahead. No, I, I was going to say I know for single speed mountain bike for me anyway. I did it. Very little, like very early on in my like cycling career, and it taught me how to ride a bike because it, it allowed me to like learn how to use my momentum. So that that was huge for me. And I noticed anytime I hop on my geared bike, so a BMC four stroke with dual suspension gear bike, that I do just ride it so much smoother. Yeah, like I'm just like, oh, I, I will just fly now. It's this is comfortable and wonderful. I love it. So those bikes, I have a Cannondale Super Six road bike because we do a lot of road riding here. We have fantastic farm roads, so. As much as gravel and dirt roads are wonderful, we have fabulous, quiet paved roads here, too. So I'll probably always have a great road bike, too. Sounds like I'd like where you live. Yeah. You got a little bit of everything. You do. <laughs> I, it sounds like you got a little bit of everything. Wait. How many listeners do you have? Because we do have the best riding area in the world, but I don't want to tell that many people. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with that. Don't want to let them know. Hey, you kids, get off my road. <laughs> get off my road. <laughs> right. Super quiet uh, farm roads. We have fantastic technical mountain bike trails. They're rocky. I mean, that's the only knock I would have on them, but they're way fun. I mean, the only thing we don't have is like a sustained 
seven mile climb. And if I could give up one thing in cycling, it would be a sustained seven mile climb. <laughs> um, so you're in heaven. Yeah. We do have short steep climbs. We have a lot of those. We have one miles that like 15, 20%. Those we have plenty of. You even got a velodrome there too. And we have a track. Yeah. yeah it's like everyone's um, dream. And we have an, we have a new director at the track, um, Joan Hanscom, who's big with uh, in the whole road scene. She just took over the track, and I met with her, and she has big plans to make Friday nights a lot more fun there. Um, different. We have a lot of breweries in the area now, too, so they're going to do different tap takeovers, hopefully. Um, yeah, the cycling scene here is, I ain't moving anywhere. It's Sorry, Boulder, it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> you save yourself a pretty penny by not moving to Boulder, too. Absolutely. Also that. What are you drinking tonight, Dave? I am drinking from our local brewery, uh, Funk Brewing. Um, they are big into the IPAs. Um, so this is the Citrus IPA, which is their flagship. They were kind of doing citrus early on. I'd like to say before lots of people were doing citrus, but I don't know that for a fact. I just had it there first, um, and it's delicious. <laughs> so let's jump into Unpaved. Tell us a little sure. bit about the event. Maybe a little background. How long has so, it been going on? This is about to be the second year. Um, it will be in October. So when I was talking about Transylvania Epic before, that's put on by my buddy Mike Kuhn. Um, he went to school in Bucknell. So Lewisburg, Pennsylvania is kind of dead center in the state. And Bucknell, where he went to school and started riding, they have a pretty good cycling program there. Then he went on to be a promoter, and he put on the Transylvania Mountain Bike Epic, a great stage race that he did a few times. And then when I was putting on single speed crossroads in Philly, I asked for his help. And then in return, I helped him at Transylvania Epic. And we started making up a, a partnership there. And then I went out and did Dirty Kanza. I'm a friend with Jim Cummins. He used to live out here. Um, so he talked me into doing, doing Dirty Kanza. And Rebecca's private Idaho, who I'd met at Transylvania. Rebecca's great. And I came back from those. I'm like, God, those events are great. Like you do this giant ride and you come back to town and you, hang out and you party in this cool downtown. We need something like that in Pennsylvania. And he goes, I know exactly where we could do that in Pennsylvania. Lewisburg, because of Bucknell, is a great college town. And they just put in a rail trail out of town for about, I think it's nine miles, out to basically the foothills of the Bald Eagle State Forest, which is endless amounts of dirt and gravel roads. I mean, we, we couldn't use it all. Uh, it's amazing. So we started talking with Susquehanna River Valley Visitors Bureau, and they're the tourism group there. Told them about the kind of events we were thinking of. They wanted to have people come up and see the events. And last year was our first year. We had 600 riders at it, and we have uh, four distances. 120 miles is the big one. 90 miles, which we call the plenty, because it's plenty big enough. Um, a half is <laughs> like 54, that. and then the fun paved ride is 30 miles which is a lot of rail trail, some touch of the farm roads and stuff, and then back on the rail trail. I was going to say, is the rail trail that goes out of Lewisburg, is that like the Buffalo rail, Valley Rail Trail or something? Yep, that's the one. Yep. We, we drive past that, Brian, on the way to Pine Creek. Okay, I remember yeah. going oh, yeah. past through going through we, Bucknell. Yeah, we've not actually we've not done it. Yep. So now that's something we have to do next time is do that rail trail out to that, that state forest. Is, is that rail trail, is that paved or is that natural surface? It's, uh, it's like paved right at the start out of town, and then it turns into you know, gravelly, cindery stuff. Well, also, I'm surprised this is the second year because it seemed yeah. like it was so big last year. I'm like, what have I? I felt like I missed it the whole time, like other years. I didn't realize until you just said that that was a second year or that you're, you're starting your working. second year this year, right? 
we've been working on it for a good three years before that. Oh, um, damn. So you've just, you just been talking say, to like, the right people and getting getting the word out. So that's that's awesome. Yeah. Like we wanted to start with a big one. I mean, there's a lot of gravel yeah. events. There's a lot of grassroots events. I love grassroots events. Um, Monkey Night Fight's one of mine. It started a grassroots event that someone else started. I took it over. We made it a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger, a little bit bigger. Mike had done that too with Iron Cross, made that a little bit bigger, 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 and worked through all of that. And we're like, can we just start one big? Can How can we just start one at premier level? And like, what's that take? That was our challenge. So that it took a few years to get to happen. It took the support of Susquehanna River Valley's Bureau and Stan Snow Tubes and Salsa Cycles and Goo, you know, all these connections we had made over the years. Like, we want to put on, I wouldn't say Dirty Kansas yet. I mean, that's a gorilla. <laughs> it's King Kong. Um, but we want something that's like of that level of like all right this is a big deal we want to have one of those here so that's been what we've been after um so far so good in a big part because of the support we've gotten from jim at dirty kanza and rebecca from private idaho they've given us tons of help getting this thing launched and our sponsors and the town of lewisburg is so friendly and so helpful we had a meeting monday after the event last year and if you guys have put on events you know it's like all right, now it's time to meet with a town. And you sit there and like, uh-oh, here where we go. <laughs> well, someone noticed that someone rode through a stop sign. It didn't stop. And someone else saw <laughs> some trash over in the corner. Like all the little stuff. And it was none of that. It was, how can we make this bigger next year? Can we move our fall festival to the day before? Would that be okay with you? Oh, wow. Can we do more things on the Sunday party? Can we bring a band? Like, That's really cool. That's really cool because, you know, that that it, is the the... That's the, the cornerstone, dream. yeah. That's the thing that you know. They they it's obviously the keystone, Brian, because they're the keystone state. There we go. Yeah, it, it's obvious uh, that that nice they you know they understand the economic benefits and the impact of having something like this, and that yes. that's probably the biggest hurdle that that organizers probably face is trying to get that that message across. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, and you're right; they get it. Um, they're going to do a pub crawl on Friday night for people who come in early. The ungraveled pub crawl. And which will then turn into a Friday night event. Again, the Lewisburg Fall Festival will happen. They have this cool thing they're going to bring back for the Saturday before. It's the woolly worm winter prognostication. So, you know, the woolly worm caterpillars and the band in the middle mm-hmm. and how wide the band in determines how harsh winter will be that year. So they've been having that for years. It went dormant a couple of years ago. They're going to bring it back to have that on the Saturday before event. Man, so momentum is strong. I mean, you, you have really your own festival that weekend. Yeah, yeah. I'm so excited because the, I'm looking at my tour calendar, and you because know, I lead bike yep. tours, and that yep. is, that weekend is like my one fall weekend that I don't have anything <laughs> on the calendar. On October 13th. Oh, you look at that. I've I got like stuff coming up and to it, and it, no, it's exactly where I'm going to be. This sounds like it's just. Excellent. I'm pretty sure Joey and I are going to be there. We'll all be there. Yeah, like for the yeah. whole weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah, we're gonna go well, big. I mean, yep. we could do things too. Like, you want to have like a live podcast? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. On the Saturday before. Yep. And we have that for like the evening. Like, you want to have like a live showing of that, or just like a Q and A with a bunch of like we can do oh, all yeah. sorts of fun things. Yeah. Oh, that'll be so much fun. We'll do like a YouTube live thing or something. The Gravel Bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Gravel Bros <laughs> at Campus Theater. We'll move the whole lounge. We'll put them up on there. the marquee. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that'd be awesome. Oh, and the cheese. Bring the lounge up. The cheese will be there from salsa. Oh, oh, 
Um, so like, how did that hookup happen? I've been wanting. I, I can't. I'm so glad somebody else is being paid by salsa too to talk about salsa. Oh, that geez. is exciting. Being paid yeah. by salsa. <laughs> <laughs> Although now we know somebody yeah. who knows the people yeah. at salsa. <laughs> we, <laughs> we sell salsa bicycles. <laughs> we, we, yeah. So how did how did you swing get in the chase? Um, they brought it up to us. Honestly, oh, they. Shit. I met them. I went out to Dirty Kanza last year to work with Jim and just get behind the scenes of putting on an event that size. Not, correction. Um, I went out thinking it was the same size it was when I did it in 2013, not realizing it was now the Super Bowl of cycling. Right. Because, holy cow, that is a monstrosity of... His binder to run that event is at least two inches thick. Um, he has a manual. It's amazing. So I was just blown out of the way. So I basically just worked my tail off behind the scenes trying to get like a vibe of like, what do big events take? Oh, maybe not this big. Um, by the time, I could, you know, they have an expo and met with a kid and a few other people from KBP there and just started chatting things up and told them what we were doing. And somehow they had heard about us already, too, which was very helpful. Um, oh, because I think Celine was at the uh, Michigan Coast to Coast. Okay. Some of them up there, too. But yeah, it's, it's meeting people, talking to people, being cool around things. Not being a dick goes a long way. <laughs> Rule one. Okay, Wes, you're out. I was yeah. like, that's Bye, that's Wes. the that's the biggest <laughs> challenge I face. Yeah. <laughs> where do, do, do you hear the intro to the today's podcast, Dave? <laughs> what was it? <laughs> you said something about yeah. Dave. I don't know what it was. What you did said. I say about Dave? I don't know. We'll we'll hear I like it later. His name seems like know. a nice guy. I'll hear it on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, I've got time to make distance. So, Dave, what's the um, what's the perfect bike look like? For, for the event, tire sizes, and what, what's the perfect bike for Unpaved? That's a really, really great question, because even on the reg page, I say there is no perfect bike for this event. Um, and it's true, because yeah. at some point, where is that little rule I put in? At some I, point, I it's going to be a... on the perfect bike in that condition, and then at some point after that, it's going to be a horrible bike. Um, you could ride <laughs> 90% of it on a road bike, which just breaks in 28th. But then when you get a long wheel draft, you're going to be, it's going to be a disaster for you. Um, that point, you'd be like, where can I sub in my mountain bike? So what um, you're saying is stash bikes it, along the trail. Yeah. <laughs> would be highly, yeah. It's a little remote to get there. Um, Please don't litter your bikes on the trail. You'd be human garbage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe would pick it up and try to uh, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's really whatever bike you love, and you're just going to go out for a giant bike ride. I mean, it's the same thing I felt like when I did D2R2. Uh, like a Yeti cross bike, and like on the road sections, it felt a little sluggish. On the dirt steep climbs, it felt like it was awesome. And then I get into like the woody trails, and it'd be like that's a little scary, but it's fun. The same, you know, like an Iron Cross would be. You know, it's it's a wide range of things. I will say it's not like Keystone Gravel or Iron Cross where you definitely will dismount at some point. Um, it's not that chunky and rugged. That's that's what I've been referred to as. Chunky and rugged. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good thing on a tombstone. I really, yeah. I still can't get over the, the, it's only the second year. Yeah. And, and you've just blown this up like this. That's, that's, that's applause. How many, yeah. uh, really? Yeah. That's, that's, right. that's a good job, man. I mean, how many people did you have come right. out last year? We had 600 last year. Holy cow. Damn. We'll have 800. The yeah. registration opens on Sunday. And we have 800 spots open for the, 120, 90, and 54. We're going to save 300 for the 120. And in that, we'll have some categories. We'll have men's open, women's open, single speed, because I love you guys. Enjoy. <laughs> um, 
that's going to suffer. Um, but people did it last year, and they survived. And also, we want to have duo category. Uh, Rebecca's bringing that for Rebecca's Private Idaho. We used to do it for Transylvania. And that's one of those things, like, you know how there's this talk of gravel races and about teamwork and domestiques and all that sort of stuff, and, like, that should be banned? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm, I, I think people should get to ride with friends. I'm not – if you have a team that you like to ride with, why should you not get to ride with your pals? Like, so we're going to have a duo category. Like, you want to bring a team? Okay. Sign up as a duo. Gee, see how it goes. Done. Done. See how it goes. Right. Make it happen. Right. Make it happen. And in an ideal world, you'll make a friend out there, and you'll come back and like, we're a duo now. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying, this is a singles event, and I can find the perfect one for me. Hey, now. Hey. <laughs> Let's hope Melanie doesn't listen yeah, to this episode. She doesn't listen. <laughs> she doesn't. <laughs> this, might be, you're, this might be the first time she listens. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, because Jess is going to tell her she needs to listen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she will. That'll be funny. You won't believe. <laughs> You'll believe what Wes just said. I can't believe yeah. it. No, she'd probably get it. <laughs> what what is your your take i mean because because obviously this event i mean it's it's all gravel coming out of the you know the roots of dirty kanza what, what's your take on the on the popularity of of gravel riding i think it really is this amazing spot of what made all the bike riding in america what we liked to do and it's a participatory thing so it's what great things about mountain biking is just getting out there in the woods and the quiet and that sort of thing. But it's also the great things about road bikes where you can just turn your brain off. You don't have to think too much. Um, it's a great thing about you know, racing. You can punch up a climb with someone, but you can also regroup on the descent and, you know, talk to each other afterwards and have some beers afterwards. What I think will make this, I keep thinking it'll stick and certainly I skin into the game. So I hope it sticks compared to other cycling things that are up and down is that is a very American discipline that, and we're not trying to chase some Euro Olympic model. Like, I think that's where mountain biking got messed up as far as like racing went is like trying to chase that sort of thing. And America had to go to crits and no one wants to race a crit bike that much. Um, and mountain biking can be kind of scary at times, but you can have your gravel race. You can sign up for a really hard event. And if you're at the front end and you're racing great, but if you're the, middle or the party in the back, you're all thinking of a big, huge ride and you're getting all the scenery and you're getting the quiet stuff. And it's, as far as events go, I think that's really what's working. As far as riding goes, it's a no brainer because the roads are quieter. You know, most car GPSs don't put people on dirt roads. So those are where you can go without worrying about texting drivers for the most part. Um, it's really a revolution from disc bike on roads, on disc on road bikes. And that's just opened everything up. I think that was the perfect answer. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. That was better than Glenn's. Yeah. But <laughs> I don't know. I, that it, was good. It, it really does. I mean, it just, yeah. it gets back to the roots of like, when, like I've said it before, it's when we were kids. It's like mm-hmm. you're just out in the woods right. farting around. Yeah. yeah. And exactly. if you want to race, it's, race. You know, it's recess. Yeah. If yeah. you want to race, yeah, race. you want to race each other sometimes. And if you want to just ride. You on the hill and you look at each other. Yeah. And you want to, you're on it. Like, who's going to get to that by the hill first? And then you can chill out and like ride down the backside of it together or race each other down the backside of the hill. I will say, and I know I'm a promoter, so take it with a slight grain of salt. Promote. Unpaved has some of the best descending I've ever done on a bike. And so, I've heard that from a lot of people. Like, oh my God, the descending on this course is ridiculous. So can you get, can you get a ride to the top? Bike, can you get a ride to the top and stuff? You do. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to earn it. Well, <laughs> yeah. What's the pucker factor level like for those? 
there's a few hot corners. <laughs> um, so disc brakes with fresh pads and the widest tires you like are recommended just for that element of it. But for a long time, you're just like, I am on this endless descent, and I, I can't stop grinning. This is so great. You forget about the climbing for the most part. Love that. Then oh, there'll boy. be another climb right after it. And <laughs> there are, and on the 120 mile, um, there'll be more climbing, but it's it's really great descending. So you had mentioned, Dave, that um, registration for the event opens on the 17th. This podcast is being recorded on the 12th and will be released on the 14th. That's Thursday. So it opens on Sunday. Excellent. Sunday the 17th? Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Do you expect for we it to... We do at 7 a.m. Uh, because the rider, the race, the 120 miles starts at 7 a.m., so it's time to get up and start training for this thing. <laughs> do you expect for it to uh, go quick? I have... I hope. I have no idea. Okay. Um, <laughs> How did it look last year, like, with, with those spots? How did they fill up? Uh, last year, first, we opened up in, I want to say, April. I kind of forget now, and it took a few months. But at one point in July we started to get some press coverage and it went from like, Oh, maybe we'll change the numbers around to, Oh no, that's sold out. Oh, whoa. The nineties sold out. Okay. We're okay. rolling. So, so people had a good time last year. They're probably coming back. So I, I, I would think it, it fills up quick. And you know, this podcast, being yeah, number maybe one on, with this podcast, this podcast being number boom. one in America, you will, you'll get <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it'll be like dirty cans in 17 yeah. where everyone flips shit. <laughs> we don't even, we don't even cover dirty cans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys should road trip to dirty cans. It is, Oh, <laughs> Joey's, Joey's done yeah. it. Yeah, I went in 17. I will not okay. do that drive again. I think our Dave, the owner of the shop, would kill us if we did that. <laughs> I don't know, we drove out last year, and we did it in two days. On the way. No, we did one full day. Yeah, that's no, what we did. Way, <laughs> way back, we did three days, and I want to say, my God. I mean, three days was longer, but mm-hmm. holy crap, it was like five times longer. Uh, it took. For, we did a straight shot leaving after riding that far. It was a horrible drive home. Oh, um, it it yeah. felt like four hundred hours in a car yeah. with two other stinky guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen 2013, that video. I got back to Ohio with a buddy from Kansas the day after, and yeah, that was horrible. Yeah. It was just like two hour shifts of naps. Mm-hmm. You know how how can people find out about the event? Register for the event. I'll put links in the show notes. Yeah, so uh, the website is unpavedpennsylvania.com. It's on Bike Reg at Bike Reg slash or bikereg.com slash unpaved PA. We're on Facebook at unpaved PA. We're on Twitter at unpaved PA. We're on Instagram at unpaved Pennsylvania. Um, that should pretty much cover everybody. Yeah. yeah so, um, and I'll put links to all of that stuff in the show notes. Did you hear how smooth now, you guys have been said that Wes? super helpful. Thank you for getting us up on your event calendar so early. Like you guys have been tremendous and like being excited, to, which keeps our stoke very high to keep working on it. Well, you've got a cool event. I mean, you, I mean, you, you just tell us what's going on, and it is—it sounds cool. I'm yeah. excited, and it's a long way away, but I'm very excited. We didn't even talk about its foliage season there. It's gorgeous up there. I know it makes anyway, me want to go yeah. pick apples when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> there will be beer from Rusty Rail Brewing at the Sweet. end now. Um, they just came on as our beer sponsor for the Dun Paved party at the finish line, so there will be beer. I'm for the Rusty Rail. I don't know what it is, but I'm for it. I'm there. What's going to happen is you're going to, the rail trail actually goes from Lewisburg to Mifflinburg, where the Rusty Rail Brewing Company's tap house is. So good luck doing the other 100. I was going to say, so you have to ride past the brewery? (laughs) (laughs) That's trouble for this crowd. Yeah. We divert you a little before because I know that wouldn't happen. Okay. Well, it sounds like we need to go visit Dave quite before. Yeah. 
we'll scout out the area, try out yeah. the beer. Well, on the way to, when we did yeah, Pine guys, Creek, we we drive right through that. I mean, yeah. Cool. Let, let me know when you guys are going up, or if um again Pine Creek. So you're going up to Donnie's World, Don Brian for Keystone Gravel. He and I are good friends. Um, we'll get, we should shoot you guys some of the Purple Lizard maps. Do you have any of them from Pine Creek and Bald Eagle and that stuff? They do an amazing job of mapping. I know what you're talking about, but no, we don't have any of the maps. Okay, I will make a note to get you guys some of those. That'd be that'd be awesome. They are. This event would and it would not happen without Purple Lizard mapping all this stuff. That's so many times I've been out on recon rides and gotten over my head and trying to figure out. All right, I got about a half hour of light. I need to figure out a way out and look through the maps and like, oh, it's this road over here. This this this. this. That's awesome. Thanks for um, coming on the podcast, Dave, and, and talking hey, about Unpaid. Thank you. Guys. Thank you. It sounds like like a super cool event, and we're all really stoked about it. I am. I mean, we're really, really, really stoked. My bags are packed, yep. and it just says unpaid PA on top. <laughs> Grab it and go. We are um, getting ready to uh, jump into this or that. You want to stick around for this or that, Dave? Uh, should I open another beer for this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That always makes it better. He is perfect. <laughs> we, should, we need to get Glenn back for that. Hold on. Let me get the crack on. Crack of the week. All right. Yay. That's our first guest crack of the week. This is the time of the show where we throw out a couple of things. And uh, Dave, since you're our guest, I will toss it over to you first. And then Wes and Joey will follow up. We'll give you a couple of things. And you just tell us whether you have a preference for this or that. White Industries or Chris King? I have never ridden White Industries, but I want a quiet bike, so not Chris King. That's fair. Is that an answer? That is an answer. That's an like actually yeah. great like, answer. Yeah, that was a perfect answer. Joey? That's tough because I just built up another set of Chris King you know, hoops and wheels, but just talking about ordering. This, yeah, they're quiet though because I haven't broken them in yet. Um, but I might order a White Industries crank next week. Fifty-fifty. He doesn't know. I don't West? know. Oh, White Industries. I've had Chris King hubs in the past, and they're okay, I think. But for the money that you pay for them, I don't know. You can get pretty much the same quality, if not better. I, I would argue from White Industries for you know a fraction of the price. I'm going to say White Industries because I have a friend there. You just, Matt, you nice. salt and pepper shakers. That's okay. I don't also, care. Also, the they make salt and pepper shakers. I don't, care about, the, I don't yeah. care about the salt and pepper shakers. I just like to support people <laughs> we know and love. Can I say stands because I know people there? There you go. Yes, there you go. <laughs> that works as well. Oh, do you know stands? Yeah. All my bikes are stands. Yeah, I was so, going to say, yeah. do you know the stand? I have met the stand. Have you? Is he as crazy as he seems? Not over beers. Okay. Um, huh. But. I just remember watching like the old stands video where he like has two by fours with like a million nails <laughs> yeah, in the awesome. two by fours. He's like, this <laughs> is going to seal everything. And it's like a Billy Mays commercial and he's like riding over it. And all you hear right. is pop, 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 pop. And I'm like, oh my God. But that's what geniuses do, right? Yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, am I a genius? Do I, crazy I, things I, like that. I actually think Wes might have a little genius in him. Don't even get him going. <laughs> I, I have just, a. I know how to hit oh, buttons. I've I got a, to, that's gonna be that, a I just hit the Joey button. I've got a little Einstein right now. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to pick up on the things that these guys say. That for a while it would be like the second or third time I'd listen to an episode. I'd be like, "Damn it, Joey! Damn it, Wes! <laughs> Should have cut that." <laughs> <laughs> All right, next to this or that, burritos or tacos? Burritos, tacos. Burritos fit in jersey pockets. It's truth. True. Those tacos we had wrapped up yesterday, though, could go in our jersey pocket. And they would have been much easier to eat. Yeah. What they have? Our district taco tacos. Our district tacos. All right, Joey, you said tacos? Yeah. Oh, burrito. Oh. Dave is right. Yeah. 
Oh, you yeah, just right. a burrito is is morning, noon, or night. Bromance with him. Right? No <laughs> burritos. You you have a breakfast burrito. You have a lunch burrito. You can put anything you want in it. That's like the best part. You just mix all your favorite foods and wrap it in a shell and eat it. So I'm gonna go with with tacos, but it's got to be a soft taco because they're yeah. basically mini burritos. Yep. That's what I was thinking. You know, they're That's mini burritos. They're, and they're, they're individual talking about size. a romance. You guys are over there making out right now over the microphone. Individually <laughs> sized burritos. I, that's I'll go with tacos, soft, but not not the corn tortilla that falls apart on you. Oh, those are my favorite. No, you got to go with the flour one because it like sticks together. I'm I do prefer the flour tortilla for tacos. Yeah, absolutely. We're heathens, but that's fine. Okay, next item up, Garmin or Wahoo? What do you think, Dave? I am a big Garmin guy. I've been on Garmin's a long time. I've, I've had some love-hate relationships. My wife, Celine, is a big Wahoo person, and considering how technologically illiterate she can be at times, like she can't really even run an iPod, I'm going <laughs> to guess Wahoo's better. I've never used one. Joey? Joey. I just, I've been a lifelong Garmin, but I used my Wahoo for the first time yesterday. So user-friendly. You like it? Yeah, it's just right. It, it was yeah. it was easy. Yeah, I went from a one thousand to that. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. I like no, it. N- no, no question. No thrill. It's just nice. I gotta go, Garmin. Hey, I've the got Garmin. The, sorry, go ahead. The one thousand screen is fantastic, and just having the map like down oh, yeah. there, like I could I could see why Chris Room just looks down because you can actually <laughs> see the entire road ahead of you. Like, why are you even bother looking up? You know exactly where you're gonna go. Like, it's great. Like, oh, there's a hot corner coming. I see it just looking down at the map. But yeah, apparently it's stupid user friendly on the Wahoo side. Yep. Yeah, that's that seems to be kind of the impression I've got too. Because the the Garmin's are great. I've got a, a touring Garmin, and I I really like it. It it does well, and I've always had a Garmin. Um, but they can be can be a little complicated. They added too many features, and they they've not really figured out the user interface. I think they figured out the product, but the user user interface is a little bit tricky oh. sometimes. Um. So. And I can email her a ride. And she just looks at it on her phone, and it goes to her Wahoo. Like she doesn't have to plug it in. Yep. Oh, that's to a nice. computer. Or, that's uh, really handy. Yeah. <laughs> I had one of the very early Wahoo computers. You're a Wahoo, Ryan. <laughs> and uh, it was the Reflect. Do you guys remember that? No. It no. was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. So I got rid of that, and then I went to the Garmin. I got a 520, and I've liked my Garmin. The 520 was where it was at. That was Garmin's heyday. No, but that man, was a 500. You oh, know, when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Right. Yeah, yeah. It is miserable sometimes sure. if you've got to reboot it or reset it or other kind of nonsense. And I've, so I've been a little leery of the Wahoo camp because of those things, those issues that I had in the past. But it sounds like maybe those are the old days, and it sounds like maybe that's something to maybe explore. Because my Wahoo, my, my Wahoo, my um, 520, I plug it in now, and sometimes it wants to charge, and sometimes it doesn't. So maybe I will. Right. Maybe I won't. Exactly. That's what I feel like. It's like, what are you going to do today? What are you going to do today, Garmin? You're going to work, or you're not going to work? And then it'll you like. Know, I don't want the adventure of being that. I want the adventure to be on my ride. I don't want it to be yeah. at my desktop thing. Will it plug in? Exactly. Exactly. Or when you get to the ride and you go to turn it on, and it's like you need an update here. You know, wait for fifteen or twenty minutes uh, while I'm updating, and that's I always say no. No, I don't. Crazy. No, I don't. No, well, so I don't. the problem with that is I, my experience has been whenever you tell it no, then it totally spazzes <laughs> out the next time around. Well, it's because no. it's connected oh. to your your phone, so your phone is connected to the internet, so it talks to your computer, mm. telling you that it's uh. not up to date. So I think I think when the five twenty dies. I'm, I'm How about I we sell it before it dies for you and get you a Wahoo? I like the way you that. think. You're welcome. Oh, but it's all beat up. It's no. all beat up. The it's, you'll sell cracked. it for more alive than it had dead. 
Last item for this or that. This is a tough one. Car of your dreams or bike of your dreams? That is a tough one because anytime I'm like driving around and I see like a gorgeous Porsche or some car, I'm like, that's the car of my dreams. And then I think of my garage and like, I already have that in bike version. Or my cat wants it. <laughs> What's your cat's name? <laughs> What's the cat's <laughs> name? Lola. Lola, car or bike? <laughs> that's awesome. I hope the, uh, um, the dirty kitten ladies and man are listening. So, I mean, I definitely have car fetish, but if given a choice, I mean, yeah, that Cannondale Super 6 is a Porsche or a Mustang, like a 69 Mustang. It's gorgeous. So, bike, bike of dreams. Joey? I know I wrote this one, but it's, it's tough in my head after I thought about it. Right? I don't know. Do we need to come back to Dude, you? Dude, you got to have an answer. I you can't. <sighs> no, you can't thing, poke like, out like that. Answer it or you're off the podcast. I want some like pimped out Land Cruiser, but I also want some pimped out like Mosaic. Right. Like, I don't right. know. Like, oh, those old Ford Broncos? Oh yeah. Or an old, yeah. Ford Bronco Instagram thing? Oh, killing me. Man, right, but that, okay. I'm so getting a little I've got Bronco. my answer. <laughs> okay, Wes is, yeah. Wes, Wes is like chomping at the Yeah, man, because it's like, yeah, let's hear it. I drive a Hyundai. <laughs> ding dong ding, got a brand new Hyundai. <laughs> <laughs> I would go bike of dreams because like most of my like dream cars are old, like like you said, Broncos well, or things like yeah, that. So I can find. I can find an old Bronco for like a price tag that I can afford. My bikes, when I really want to build it up, cost more than I'd really want to spend on a bike. Oh, see, no, like, I want like a new Land Cruiser that's Uh like 90K on the lot. Well, then you could get that, roll it off, sell it, and then buy it. That's what I'm saying. Like, your dream. Yeah, yeah, my dream (laughs) car is not, yeah, it might be older, but it's some restored Land Cruiser that's probably 100 grand. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I can't work on a car. So, yeah, it better be a pristine Land Cruiser or Bronco. Completely. Refurbished. See, the way I think of working on a car is you like you do like one of those montages and you're working it with your grandpa and like all of a sudden the car's built. It's done. That's how <laughs> it like, happens. There's really no work done. Yeah. <laughs> Magic. Yeah. We're going to need oh, a montage. Country song. Yeah, country song. <laughs> I I don't, I am not a car guy. I just, you guys know that. You get in my truck and it's like blah, 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 blah. And I put the electrical tape there over top of the, more two the, sensors. the check engine. Yeah, the check like engine lights are on. the dashboard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I just, you Wait, know. So it's not the Prius of your dream? No, oh, no. I forgot. Yeah. We haven't beat the Prius in a while. That's okay. <laughs> Stop beating <laughs> on the Prius. It was voting for Ralph Nader. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. This is tough. I would definitely go with bike, I think. Because once you're in the bike of your dreams, see, this is the way I would play it, is that you would ride it a year and then you would trade it. So you'd continually get a new bike That's of not your the dreams. question. No. That's not the question. The question, no, that no, would no, be phrased differently. Bike. So what is your bike of yeah. your dream? Yeah, I don't your... even know what it would be. What? I really don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't Check even know Check out the NAPS be. coverage after this weekend. So you, right. Yeah, you, there you go. I don't know. Pick I, one. This is what I do. I go into the bike shop it's, and these guys go like, hey, Brian, you should get this bike. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I get the bike. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> there you go. I don't, you don't I don't spend know. like six months looking on the internet like and refreshing your browser every time. Like, yeah. ooh, look at that Salsa Warbird color. Ooh, look at that color. Ooh, look at that Warbird color. Ooh, I've been known color. to do a little. This, I've been, I've been known. The black one. What was that? Uh, yeah. what's, like, what's that video that we watched where the guy buys a mountain bike and he's like, oh, but this one's in red and it weighs 14 oh. grams lighter than that one. <laughs> Those ones are yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Don't, I, I don't know if I have an answer, but I would definitely. I'm going to send bike. you every bike that I see a picture of at the show this weekend. Okay, just start drooling. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll do have it. Have you at guys the been to one of those? No, I haven't. We've been to you know shows like Philly and all, but we never caught Nabs. Yeah, the Philly one is great, but Nabs is a whole. Oh yeah. Piece. Where is it next year? Somewhere on the East Coast, oh, yeah, but we're not sure. Oh, yeah? I think it was Georgia, but maybe right. it was Lyon. 
I think it could oh, be like in St. Mary's County. <laughs> That's the perfect place for it. It actually would be. It would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you could fly into that little rinky-dink airport. Yeah, there, and then you would compete with the Amish buggies to get that. Uh, <laughs> Hey, 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 we're all for the Amish buggy. Oh, no, you, yeah, we, we have the uh, the Mennonite versions down here. We've raced them before. Yeah. Like, I, I got a picture. Oh, yeah. I like. They, I am front wheels on the uh, back end of a buggy. <laughs> they're good draft off. Oh, yeah. They're Except awesome. the horse shit you run. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to stay to one side or the other. Oh, no. You can't go right in the no. middle. I love Unless that. they're going two by, and then you have to all go right. in the middle. I love my buggy drafting picture. <laughs> Shoot the gap. Yeah. Uh, well, it's great up here because the velodrome will have like the fall like auction, you know, the turkey shoot. Yeah. And so the kids will come in and buy like pro track people's bikes. And so you'll see Amish Mennonite with like aero bikes with disc wheels. And, like, oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. So rad. Yeah. That is super cool. No, I really like the Amish. We had a customer yeah. that we, we told him they they do the, these produce auctions. And he was like, oh, that sounds cool. So he went, he went down there and he came back and like he's like, Sitting outside the store, and we're like watching him hand out cantaloupes. And he comes in, and he's like, "Hey, you guys want some cantaloupes?" I'm like, what? And he's like, well, "I went to the auction, and you know they asked they they sold a flat of cantaloupes and for like ten dollars." So I was like, "Okay, I'll buy cantaloupes for ten dollars." He thought he got a good deal, and he did. He got like a truckload of cantaloupes for ten dollars. <laughs> Holy crap! And then he's just giving <laughs> he them just away. Hand them away. <laughs> <laughs> There's some of the nicest people. Yeah, that, I'm no. telling you, some of the absolute Absolutely. nicest people. So, hey, Dave, I feel like this conversation could go on yeah. all night. We need to come up. That's yeah, all. I got more beer. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We need we need <laughs> to uh, we need to do this again. So uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely. I think it's all the way in October. This was the thing with the dirty kitten. It's oh, like let's, we let's get so May. excited yeah. about the dirty kitten event, and then it's like it's in August. Well, and it's like why isn't that happening like we haven't now? Talked about because um, we haven't talked about monkey knife fight, which I also put on, but that's coming up apparently really soon because I just met with my other guys, and it's in less than a month. So if you guys can make it up for that, you know. There'll be beer at the finish of that, too. I can hang on after that. Monkey Knife Fight is April 6th, correct? 6th. 6th. April 6th. Yeah, so Monkey Knife Fight. I think if we go, it'll either be myself or Joey. It won't be both of us, unfortunately. I always get to go. Yeah, and then Brian. Brian has regular (laughs) people work and gets the weekend off. I think I'm going to do that. I think think one of you guys needs to come on up. We'll Rochambeau for it. Or I'll break your bike. It can't be broken. It's a Fargo. Fargo does not break. Uh, My bike? Why would you break my bike? Because you can have all the fun. And then you pay us money to fix it. Doesn't work that way. It Good does. Point. If I throw a brick through a window, I'm going to pay a window maker. <laughs> <laughs> all the right. guy who started Monkey Knife Fight used to have our bike shop in town, and we're pretty sure he started it just to sell more brake pads and chains. <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. It's so, really smart. Yeah. Can you tell us like quickly a little bit about Monkey Knife yeah. Fight? Monkey Knife Fight is it's a great charity ride. I'm part of the Pennsylvania Perimeter Ride Against Cancer, and this is a fundraiser ride for that. We're going to have... 300 some riders it's a we have three distances the big one is now 75 miles we extended it um and basically it's a road ride with now eight really hard dirt road climbs and a few other dirt road sections in between i want to say it's like 15 20 percent dirt road but the dirt is memorable um at one point goat hill hits 30 percent Oh, what? I want, what seahorse? I'll see you, you know? in October. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joey just sat over there, shook his head and pointed at Wes and said, you go. Dave, I'll be there. You got it. <laughs> that said, because of the layout of it, you can make all sorts of adjustments from it. Like it's not a rail trail back and forth by any stretch, but you can go, you know, I can skip goat because I've already done this much climbing and I can do these other sections. So it's definitely a little make your own adventure while you're out there too. 
Um, that sounds and cool. It's a great time. It's a great fundraiser. We have a lot of funk beer, pours beer at the finish. We may have a beer stuff in between because we always have with Weyerbacher. So yeah, we, it's a great day on a bike. It's not a race. It's not a race. It's not a race, but it's a great day. So yeah. nothing's a race when I ride it. Race to the last beer. Ooh, I, I'll race somebody that. there. <laughs> Although Glenn is probably the fastest person I know there. Yeah. Little Billy Goat Glenn. He What's describes himself him? looking like a fire hydrant, which I think is really funny. On the kids' post. It's <laughs> pretty accurate. Dude, we have a guy who's a fire hydrant here who like wins 24 hours. <laughs> like, he, I, don't, I don't put anything past those. It's the legs, man. Yeah. Muscular people. That's Glenn. Yeah. It's right. all about the legs. No, you can't look at somebody and like, oh, I, I'm faster than them on a, on a bicycle. There's, no, you can't. That's another thing about gravel. Oh, I, I think gravel does that. It levels it out. It, 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 you, you're right. You look at people no. and it's like, you can't tell what's underneath that flannel. Mm-mm. Under that custom kitsbo. Especially if it's kitsbo yeah. flannel with gusseted wings. and <laughs> I have a gusseted belly flannel. <laughs> You're right, because those beards look big, but they don't weigh that much. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I don't know. Wes keeps a lot of stuff in his. Yeah. Well, who uses a saddlebag anymore when you've got a beard? Allen keys fit right in. <laughs> you just tie them in like, yeah. like, like the little matchsticks that yeah, Blackbeard used to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, we're we we are going to have to let you go because we've run way past our time. But um, thanks again for oh, coming on. you can edit up. most of this right nope. out. Nope. Oh, no, It'll no. It'll be fine. Don't worry no, about it. It'll all be good. Thanks a lot, Dave. It's yeah, been, thank you, It's Dave. been a fun conversation. And, um, no, you guys are great. I absolutely I love what you've been doing. Keep it going. You're making the East Coast rock again. Sweet. So this is awesome. Right it's on. always rocked. Right on. No, it sucks sometimes. East Coast yeah. rock. All right. all right, Dave. Thanks. We're going to let you go. Thanks again, Dave. Tell Lola we said hi. And we'll talk again soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review wherever you listen. Uh, reviews help other listeners discover the podcast. If you want to join the team, consider checking us out on our Patreon or PayPal. You can connect with us through our website at graveltraveldirt.com. Or maybe that isn't right for you. That's cool. But please keep listening. Um, or consider checking out our t-shirts or our store at Teespring. Um, got a couple of those in the last few days that look awesome i'm gonna send it over to wes to uh, contact us if you're looking to get a hold of us don't even worry about it we got you dog so contact us via our website at graveltraveldirt.com at instagram at midatlanticgtd or give us a phone call get your sultry voice on the air tell us how to pronounce your name your website or your ride since we cannot we haven't had any phone calls since that very first like we first use the phone number people is this the right phone number yes, yes we had Brad, we we've two, only three, had one, brad three eight five zero use the phone number yeah again because yeah. i was talking over brian because that's what i do the phone number is 410-231-3850 i expect a phone call by next podcast or oh, we're done it's over we're getting ready to upgrade equipment too guys yeah it's true you know that yeah, we're getting ready to upgrade our soundboard because our Patreon folks have been so generous. Yeah, thank you. That we are getting ready to uh, step up the game a little bit. Busting through the clouds. Yes. Cloud, also, Cloud City. Dave was way smoother at that than you were ever were. He the, did. He delivered yeah, he his contact like. All right. You know Morgan what? Morgan Freeman style. I did it that one episode, and that's all I needed. It was like Baba. Just take, just take that contact us from that one episode and just replay it every time. It'd be so easy. Also, we have a YouTube channel. You can find it on our, our yeah. website. Got a new video coming in hot in the next week. The canal. Huh? The canal, right? The canal, yeah. We're going to do the canal. I just got five time to sit down. This would be a fun video. It. Yep. It'd be a fun video to see canal. I mean, everybody sees videos of the canal, but not from our point of view. Not from our point of view and not from in March of 2019. Yeah. So you want to know what the trail's like? 
It's true. Boom. Boom. I'll yeah. have the video up in April. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you guys want to throw out before we shut her down? No. Don't forget the lounge. It'll be this Saturday again at 9 a.m. We'll be there. Remember, I'm cooking waffles. You can stay in my house. Oh, wait a minute, guys. You know, this is going to roll out Thursday morning, and then Thursday night, bike packing night. is oh, bikepacking yeah. night at the shop. So we'd love to hear what you thought about bikepacking night. Yeah, or, and there. make sure you're coming tonight. Call in. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can say, make sure you're coming tonight because it's going to roll out Thursday. Ooh, we'll do yeah. some, maybe we could do some uh, Man, recordings like, and stuff there. I feel like we're in the future. Like This is like an episode of Back Isn't to the Future cool? or something weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is super cool. Until next time, uh, thanks for riding along. And uh, remember to oh, do good. Um. You've said um so many times. It's this true. Episode. Yeah. Uh, do good. Oh, you did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Sorry, the next person that says shenanigans gets a pistol whipped to the head. <laughs> I had to. Okay, okay. Do good. Be nice. Go slow. Respect others. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. You guys say that too slow. It's love you, bye. Do it like, oh. do it like Brian, no, don't suck. <laughs> Look like a cat when it sees a pickle. <laughs>